1: and welcome to Dice of the World, the gayest pathfinder podcast on the planet where it's the hard question like, adding on to the many questions of, about Galarian's furries in the past, would there be furries for humans?
2: Humans are not furry.
1: Okay, well, fucking fish true. aren't furry, but you don't see people, well, okay, they call them scaly. You get what I'm saying. no, 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 no.
2: people are I- furry. Yeah, like bears, okay. You have everyone has hair. I have hair. You are you dodging the question because you don't it's want to not discuss it. The same. Also, I do not think that they have. I feel like like the concept of the furry or the scaly would just not exist.
0: Okay, but if it did, I oh god, <laughs> how would it work? I think you would just be masquerading as another race, which is a little offensive. Not gonna lie.
3: Um. Well, hold on, people already kinda of masquerade as people when they're already people, and that's just like the
0: Well
1: Ladi da fucking Freud walks into a bar, right? <laughs> no 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 God. no no like... You wanna fucking try that again, Jung? What? <laughs> yeah, fucking Carl Jung, uh persona theory.
3: No 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 no, you're not understanding what I'm saying. There is a subculture of people who have like latex costumes of like usually it's women. Usually it is a woman's face but they will just put it on to their body and they will just, like, walk around dressed as another person.
1: Yeah, I know. I've, I've seen this culture before. It's called fucking the Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> That's what? not
3: what that is! No, 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 no. Oh it's not God. malicious. <laughs> it's just people wanting to dress up pretty.
1: Listen, all I'm saying... You, okay. I just think it'd be funny if a cat wore, like, a prosthetic human nose.
3: That'd be terrifying.
1: Or maybe some Why? human ears.
3: That's so scary. Why do you want that?
1: Because it's like the inverse. People wear cat ears and like cat noses to be cute. I think a cat folk would be like, I'm going to surprise my girlfriend by dressing up as a cat boy and then putting a f- human nose and ears.
3: Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. As if to cats would path find path. humans cute.
1: <laughs> do we want to play some fucking Pathfinder?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: <clears throat> Previously in Extinction Curse, after putting on an amazing performance in the city of Diabelle and attracting uh, talent scouts from the Radiant Festival who promised to have you performing in a once-in-a-century uh, show that will really bring the world's attention to the Circus of Wayward Wonders, uh, you guys made your way up into the mountains, uh, being brought along by uh, your pal Mikhail, uh, who is a apparently... Apparently, the child of Mistress Dusklight and a Minotaur. Um, Ariatu and Mikhail uh, had some brief bonding because, you know, same trauma. Um, also accompanying you is uh, Yalvi, the Goblin Alchemist Chef. Uh, on the way up, you found some Zulgat who were about to cook a guy. Um, upon rescuing him, he started speaking like a fucking NPC from a JRPG from the like 1990s. <laughs> um, leaving him be, he walked away. Uh, and you followed him to the Eagle Garrison, an um, outpost of soldiers watching this pass into the mountains. Um, you found they were all talking like NPCs from a je- like a fucking video game, and it was really starting to get, like, concerning. Um, Royari started feeling very dizzy as you all spoke, but Ariato and Volio, you two are pretty okay. After some brief uh, reconnaissance, you found two prisoners, a human woman, uh, whose uh, name was Kimeleki, Uh, who really badly wanted Ariato to let her out and a uh, tiefling strix named Yantu who worked for the Eagle Garrison and had no idea why they locked him up in the prison Um, he basically let you know that there's something in the bedrooms that seems to be affecting them and after doing some quick poking around you found it a strange clockwork box which was clicking uh, and making weird like ripples in the air as soon as you saw, however, every single one of the NPCs in this station turned uh, towards you and started, like, marching closer, uh, letting out, uh, you know, utterances of the same cry of "intruder!" Uh, an intruder has uh, seen the convergence lattice, which is where we're all going to drop in real fast, uh, being converged on. Everyone, are we ready to go?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, well, everyone. I'll start by rolling some fucking initiative great
3: um
1: so set the scene uh Ariato Royarian Volio um you tree stand in the uh bunk or uh the dorm room of the eagle garrison beds lined neatly and tidied perfectly are, uh make a grid out this room as you stand before a strange clockwork box uh that ticks and hums uh standing around you you see uh a so, uh, couple of uh, the Eagle Garrison officers, uh, each of whom has a halo of utopian writing around them as they speak at the same time. Intruders, relinquish the convergence lattice or face destruction. Um, they all speak simultaneously and there's a weird humming coming between them as each of these halos seems to be linked together by a blue tread. Everyone, what are your initiative rolls?
2: 37.
1: 35.
2: And I got an I'm sexy.
1: All right. So top of the order is apparently the uh, clockwork box, uh, which the others have readily identified now as the Convergence Lattice. Um, So this, like the complex clockwork on it, um, made of bright metal and delicately carved gemstones, kind of interlocks and the gears begin to whir as golden runes glow across its surface. So, uh, for its first action, it calls for aid, and, uh, you are guessing, kind of, like, by the speed that, uh, these soldiers are entering, that, uh, it has given every single creature within a certain radius a, uh, stride action to run towards you. Great. Secondly, it is, uh, you see a golden link kind of, uh, form between Royari and the box. And, Royari, you need to make me a will save.
2: Um, 40.
1: Uh, 40 is unfortunately a fail. You are I going to take... I
2: 15, bro. Oh, 15.
1: I think that should serve to illustrate that maybe this is a bad thing that is happening. Um, you immediately take 56 mental damage as this golden link between you and the box kind of, like... Forces you to over, like to kind of stumble back, and in your head you uh, hear kind of like this word repeating, saying, "Beginning convergence, beginning convergence, beginning convergence." Fifty-six mental damage.
2: Thank you. Mary's yeah, like, S- stop get out of my head, you stupid little box.
1: Begin convergence.
2: I am not your kink. <laughs> um.
1: Secondly, it's going to tax, uh, uh, focus on Volio. And, Volio, nothing happens. Yay. A weird golden link forms between you and it, but you don't hear anything in your head. You don't know why are not, like, being so fucking dramatic.
3: Volio blinks one eye at a time. <laughs> oh, my
1: uh, God. And I think uh, when uh, everyone sees that, they all turn to look at you, Volio. And um, oh. <laughs> in unison, uh, they say, Anomaly detected.
3: Huh? Huh? It's fucking rude! Uh,
1: and first it's gonna be, uh, Captain Kenley Natrell, Uh, the elven captain that you met upstairs, who just... kinda talked at you guys. The authority she was identified by the others. She, uh, despite everything seems extremely calm, which makes it terrifying that she's holding a fucking bastard sword in her hand.
0: Hmm.
1: So she is going to stride directly towards you, Volio. Okay. Uh, Using her entire movement to do so. And then she's going to spend a second action swinging this bastard sword at you. Ah. Uh, That is a 48 to hit. 48
3: hits, definitely. Uh, That's a crit.
1: Yeah, cool. Uh, That's going to be 52 slashing damage as she uh, comes directly down into you. No. No?
2: Well, I mean, maybe. Um, I will now... Of redemption, perhaps.
1: Okay. What do you say to her?
2: Royari is like, stop it! You don't want to do that. I know you are under someone's control. Stop it right now. Um, they're like holding their head.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think you see her flinch as if for a second she doesn't want to do it, but she does anyway because she does. What are you talking about?
2: Um. So much um that's cool. She is in feeble too.
1: Enfeebled, too. Got it. Uh, Well, Volio, that's only going to be 36 damage to you instead of 56. Cool. Uh, She is going to slash again. This time, it's going to be at a 37 to hit. 37 hits. Okay, that's going to be 26 slashing damage. uh, As she slashes once and then mid-flinch slashes a second time. Hmm. Um, So that's her. Uh, Next, however, is going to be... Okay, well you let out a colossal hunk, uh, as uh, unfortunately you do see more people are filing in through the doors. Um, so immediately, uh, Kolyarn, the guy that you met outside, and another convergent soldier, uh, this one a half-orc, kind of come in and uh, they're going to actually move around to open up a space for the door. Almost like they know more people are coming.
3: Yay.
1: Um, so they like move almost robotically to the top of the hall, Uh, And then turn to face you, Ariato. Uh, And they're both going to attack you twice. So that's a... My
2: reaction's gone.
1: Yep, that's going to be a 47 to hit, Ariato. Ow! Okay, crit. (laughs) Okay, that is going to be 38 slashing damage. Alright. Then the second one is going to be a, a 44 to hit. Hit. 17 slashing damage. Another, the other guy comes down at you. 44 to hit! on,
0: let me get a fucking 10. (laughs) What was the other-
1: what was...? Uh, well, he hasn't done the damage yet, but uh, a 44 to hit. 22 slashing damage. Okay. And lastly, a 28 to hit. Doesn't hit. (laughs) Okay, these guys are like- I think the reason it fucks you up so bad is because they attack simultaneously. Um... You seventy-seven damage, and the that's not even all of them. Um another one spends two actions coming in from the planning table inside, uh, and now stands next to Volio. And you can see because he's currently next to Volio and to uh Captain Netrail, you see a link form between both of their heads. And their swords start to glow.
3: Ooh.
1: And he's going to attack you once, Volio. That is a forty-one to hit. Yep, it's 24 slashing damage Plus An additional 9 Force damage As when he slashes into you That sword glows With the same utopian runes Cool Uh And then he's going to Reposition himself To be around Royari Uh Leaving your space You do have attack of opportunity If you want to hit him But I don't think you can use it now Because you just use Wounded rage Okay Uh also filing in, spending uh, all of their actions to come towards you. Uh, you see the two guards that were guarding the door file in, and they just use all their actions to get in near Royari. And that seems to be it for now. Volio, it's your turn. Oh, fucking god!
3: Yeah.
1: Uh. <laughs> you are literally pushed into the corner right now, Volio. As you see a uh, Yalvi in the back screen. What's going on? Oh god! Uh, followed by uh, Mikhail saying Intruders, you will be converged
3: No uh, I don't want to do that
0: Conforming <laughs> isn't really our
1: thing So Volio, there are mind control guards All around you And they're fucking you up hard Like yeah. way more than you were expecting uh, This clockwork box is kind of like Ticking in the background um, And it's making a shit ton of like Weird noises, what do you do?
0: Um
3: I hit it really hard who? The one to my right. It's like above. i on the map.
1: Okay. The what? Okay. Uh, one of the guys who repositioned to be next to Ariato.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, go for it. Make an attack roll.
3: So
1: 36? Uh, thirty-six. Thirty-six. Um, you slam your hammer out, and this like, like, this guy turns and like completely perfectly parries your attack.
3: What the fuck? (laughs) Uh Hmm I'm fucking thinking. Uh I'll try to hit again, but if this also doesn't work, I'm gonna try to do something else. Or at least attempt to try to do something else. 38.
1: A 38? Again he parries.
3: Like you these are
1: hits you know should be hitting a guy like this. Yeah, why are you so strong? You don't know why they're so strong. This is wrong.
3: This is wrong. I don't like this.
1: These are like- You've met with guards before? You know that like, guards are tough, but they're not your level, you know? Yeah. You have one action left. What do you do?
3: Um, can you just like, perceive?
1: Yeah, sure. Make me a perception check and see what you can figure out.
3: Okay. It's a 33.
1: Volio, I think with your perception, you can tell that uh, because- these guys are very obviously being mind-controlled, right? Mm-hmm. This mind-control is much better at fighting than, than they are. And by the looks of it, better than you are, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You kind of get the feeling that this is a hive mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: Volio keeps like getting carried, uh, and uh, he's like, Oh, it's like a
1: hive mind in here. All of them at the same time say, You will submit and be converged.
3: It's like a hive mind in here. <laughs>
1: Ariadne, it is your turn. You get the feeling it's like a hive mind in here. How are you
0: doing because those guys are fucking you up? Ow. Literally ow. (laughs) She is hurt. Uh, not great. Hive mind. Um... She's the one that, like, uncovered the box, right? So it's like right by her? Yes.
1: Yeah, the box is, uh, in a little nook, uh, just by the, uh, wall, which you are, like, right next to. So you are currently the only one of the tree who is next to
0: it. This thing is trying is take, is, this thing has taken control of the other thing, of the others here, and trying to take, trying to take control of Ryarki. Yeah, by the looks of it, that seems to be the case. It didn't seem to work on Volio, though. Which is interesting. that's that's weird. Yeah. Um... She's trying to, she's gonna try and get a glimpse of like what this box is all about, I think, and see if destroying okay. it will destroy everybody else's brains. Sure, go for it. This would be a perception deck, right? Yes, it would. Be. Okay. Uh that is a 41. Okay, no, Ariado,
1: you can tell that this thing seems to be actively controlling their minds. So destroying it would set them free. However, you can see that it also is... It looks like it's made of extremely strong metal. So physically smashing it might not be the best idea. Not magically smashing What I will say is you can tell... <laughs> maybe, that might work. Um, I think what you can tell is that there are four kind of like key runes on uh, several of the faces. Okay. And someone might be able to destroy those with an action each. They would probably need to make a check, but it looks like something, it looks like a puzzle that could be solved under duress. She's going to try to destroy one of the runes then? Okay. You can either make me a TV check or a uh, religion, religion check. Absolutely.
0: I say with a religion, grin on my face. Definitely. Are you joking?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. 43. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, that does it. Ariato. you take one action and you kind of, like, uh, l- look at, like, the runes on the side while these other guys are preparing their next attack. And, uh, you kind of, like, drag your hand, uh, into, like, some of the mechanisms and pull out one of the, like, runes that's been carved into it. Like, you just smash up the side a little bit. And, uh, you see it let out, like, a yellow spark
0: and you, everyone's halos glimmers for just a second. Huh. She turns to the others. Uh, she turns to the others and goes, runes, destroy the runes. It's working. Oof, no. To One more action. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna raise her
1: shield. Good call. Ariadne, you raise your reflecting just shield, in case. preparing for the worst. Um, Royari, it is your turn. Apparently this, um, this box, Convergence Lattice, uh, you need to destroy the runes on it.
2: What do you do? I'm gonna actually do that. I'm gonna tumble through to get to it so that I can do that. Okay, make me an acrobatics check. I love being a fucking swashbuckler.
1: 40. A 40? Yeah, just about. Royary, you were really prepared to completely dunk on these guys. And you do. But, like, they move in sync to stop you as they say HOT! And uh, you- no. You just about get into position as a sword slashed down where you were moments ago. The box is right there in front of you. Make me a religion check to destroy one of the three remaining ones. <laughs> Nine does not work.
2: It's-
1: no, I think as you're doing it, uh, you feel like a glow like burst through your hand. And you're just going to have to pull it back for a moment before going back in. You have one action up. What do you do? Uh,
2: I'm going to try it again. Okay, nope. go for it. Thirty-seven.
1: There we go. That's more like it. Royary, going in for the second attempt, you pull out another one of the runes uh, and you see another golden spark as everyone's halo shimmer a little more. In unison, the convergent soldiers say, DESIST AND
2: CONVERGE! No. Um.
1: Well, someone doesn't like that. Uh, It is going to be con- uh, Captain Netrail's turn and uh, she is just going to continue focusing on Volio. That is a 38 to hit Volio.
3: 38 hits.
1: Okay, uh, that's going to be 27 slashing damage. Ouch. And an additional uh, 4 d that's 14 extra force damage. As when she slashes into you, uh, one of the adjacent guys, their mind links together and it attacks you hard.
3: Cool.
1: Second attack, that's going to be a uh, 41. Yeah, hits. That's going to be another, uh, same shit. That is a 22 plus uh, 10. That is 32 damage more.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, And finally, she attacks one last time. That is a 27 to hit. Nope, doesn't
3: hit.
1: All right. Uh, The convergent last's turn. It lets out another distress call, and you see, pushing through the doors, two more convergent soldiers. Oh, God. With its second action, you see it, uh, turn its gaze, uh, kind of, like, shoots out a yellow beam towards, uh, Yalvi's head, and they're like, oh god, oh god, oh god, and then they just go live. And then they stand up and says, intruders, you will converge. Uh-oh. Uh. And then, Ariato, another golden beam towards your head. Nothing happens. Okay. Sick. You you seem to be immune to this. How? You aren't immune- you aren't immune to the soldier swords so uh, watch out. You know? Yeah. You know? Uh, so that's going to be a, uh, 34 to hit? From, uh, one of them? No, it doesn't hit. 28? No. <laughs> 25. Crit fail? No it's not. A 25? doesn't crit fail. Okay, well then it fails. You see, as it co- you get ready to like rebuff this guy, but as he's like uh, about to make this crit fail, he just stops, and he doesn't attack.
0: Okay, now that's just cheating.
1: <laughs> he, you see him realize he's about to crit fail, and he refuses. However, uh, oh, and you. then next beside you, another guy's about to crit fail because he rolled on that one, and he also doesn't crit fail. He just chooses oh, on, not he to has hit no you. Fun. How about twenty nine hits? No. And finally, a 27 to hit. I will say, by the way, uh, these are all legit rolls. I don't know why they did so poorly this time around.
0: I mean, it would be a crit fail. Okay, but... no, now it's a crit fail. Okay. <laughs> it seems they use their
1: reaction to stop themselves from crit failing. But you can only do that once. Uh, this Garrett, as he tries to slash at you a second time, um, you he accidentally catches himself in the leg and he doesn't even just yell out in pain but you see that sword buried deep into his own leg oh uh another one goes to attack you royary 46 to hit
2: um let's see i believe that hits but let's see yeah that hits
1: 20 slashing damage plus as you see another uh 16 force damage come in from a mental link between the two guys uh then a uh 32 to hit nope And a thirty-one, obviously, it doesn't hit. Nope. Um, another one is going for it. Uh, forty. Yeah. Okay. That is twenty-three slashing damage and four damage. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, thirty-four. Nope.
2: Twenty-nine.
1: Nope. Okay. And finally, uh, these are this is the last one that can hit you. Volio, forty-two. Uh, yep. It's- Twenty slashing damage. Uh, forty-three. Uh, yep. Twenty-one slashing damage, and finally, uh. 28. Uh,
3: 28 does not hit.
1: Okay. Uh, You can see that these are the only ones that can actually physically hit you right now. The others are just standing and waiting. They're, again, like video game NPCs. They aren't, like, trying to get into the melee. They are just standing calmly as they wait for their brethren to fall.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Volio, it is your turn. The box has two runes left, and they need to be removed to end this mind control. Mm,
3: yes. The box.
1: Do you want we to give it a shot?
3: I came. No. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, Volio gonna shuffle over to the box and try and hit it with the hammer.
1: Uh, are you sure you want to hit it with the hammer? Or would you like to make a crafting check to try to fuck up these runes? Hmm. There's only two runes Smash, left. You get
3: the cheeses we'll fuck it up, on it?
1: You can tell it's made of a very hard metal. There are, like, gemstones embedded into it. Ugh, fine, I guess. It like okay. this is honestly the densest fucking metal. With your legendary crafting, you can tell this thing has like turdy hardness. You will not be able to destroy it with your like your stuff.
3: Forty-one.
1: A forty-one to craft? Yep, yeah, Okay. Volio, you pull your fingers in. You dig out a rune, and there's only one left. As the guards all kind of in unison say, "Seize! You must seize for the good of convergence. Seize!" Uh, your mama, and then he
3: does it again. <laughs> Or
1: 43. Okay, and with that, volume, you pull out the final thing, and the box shakes and trembles, and then it just fucking falls to pieces on the floor. Like, it it's like you smashed a piece of Lego. It just disintegrates. <laughs> and as it falls apart, you guys all have, like, a flash of insight and images of, like, mathematical equations in your head that kind of tell a story. You see a different plane, one of beautiful, perfectly symmetrical architecture, of science and advancement, where mountains rise like spiraling bismuth and all live in unity. The opposite of the maelstrom where the proteins came from. Axis, the plane of law, the plane that the inevitables and the aeons are from. And you see the convergence lattice being created by a group of axiomite scientists. They wanted this thing to facilitate communication. harmony among sapient mortals. They wanted it to advance civilization and minimize warfare through unification. But the magic proved overwhelming to mortal consciousness, smothering individual personalities beneath a powerful hive mind effect. The scientists set aside their powerful project, perhaps to return to it at some later age. And then one day a traveler came to Axis, a powerful adventurer from the world of Galarium, calling himself Aradin. They readily agreed to let Aradin examine their creation, and they either didn't notice or didn't care when Aradin quietly took it to him when he returned to the material plane. It seems Aradin was similarly unable to make use of the Lattice's overwhelming effects. He eventually set the item aside in a powerful museum of ancient relics, recording clear warnings about its effects and dangers in the journals. This was never meant to be a tool for warfare If anything, it was meant to stop it. And then one day, Aradon came, and everything changed. And with that, everyone just kind of stumbles. And they look around, kind of staring wide-eyed, and they look at you, and the captain coughs and says, What the hell? Was that, was that real? one of you got injured um yeah you see it's Corleon <laughs> the guy the guy you rescued he's the one who nailed Ariato and he looks oh at god. him. oh fuck oh my god oh, no, no, oh no, no, my no neck. no
2: come here oh come here come here I am I am literally a champion um and Rayari goes to heal
1: okay um yeah you heal him and the wounds close over but all of them are like just kind of looking around dazed and confused
3: and what happened to you guys?
1: Most of them shrug, and Kendly, the Kendly the Kendley the trail the captain, she looks and says, "That box, it. I don't know. Um, I don't remember everything clearly. But all my all my memories." And she looks at the others, and they all kind of nods. Yeah, I see things from your point of view as well. Yep, I, everything I saw over the last few days, you all saw. Hmm. But you have no
3: hide, Um,
1: I... I don't know. Um, the trail kind of, like, rubs her head a little bit. Um, Elven ears flicking a little bit in, like, distress. How did the box get here? And then uh, one of them... Kind of like rubs his face a little bit. And says, "I think it was from the woman, wasn't it?" And like one of the guards says, "Yeah, the, the woman with the hood. She brought and it the here. Who? The the, the oh, hood, so and the eye patch. Ariado, you know exactly who they're talking about. That's Kinoleki."
0: Give Uh-oh. me one second as she like
1: bolts for the door. <laughs> yeah, you bolt for the door. Um, and not a great sign because when you leave the bedroom. You can see that the front doors to the Eagle Garrison are hanging wide open.
0: You're gonna take out her broom? Uh, yeah, sure. Do you want to go looking for her? See where she goes yeah, uh, to? Without a, without another word, she kind of just, like, takes out her broom and, like, bolts out from the door with her on her
1: broom. Okay. Ari- uh, okay. Where <laughs> you leave the room <laughs> and you see Ariadu flying off into the distance. Quite literally. Folio,
2: Oh, Folio, she's run off. Oh,
1: so, uh, Ariado, uh, as you're running... I, I we'll, get, we'll get back to you, Ariado, because I think you, like, fly out, uh, and you, like, start patrolling. You see those eagles, the golden eagles, uh, just kind of stare at you in confusion. They seem to also have been released from its grasp. And I think you go looking, and we'll get back okay. to you in a second. Royari and uh, Volio, you can <laughs> see that... Um, or, uh, I think as you're standing in the room uh, you see Yalvi and Mikhail kind of like rubbing their heads in confusion as uh, you kind of discuss what just happened with um, Captain Natale and she's listening uh, she's got a very serious face on before she exhales this mm-hmm. I must admit I'm embarrassed and ashamed of our actions our position here is to guard this road against danger and the fact that we fail to uh, pray to this threat is a Mac failure in that role. I'm grateful for your assistance, but I shan't shirk my responsibility as a uh, leader of the Eagle garrison. We will talk about your business here and how we may help you, and we will thank you with uh, rewards and treasure for saving our lives.:
2: Cool. I'm just glad that we were able to do something. I was very confused. Now, um, so what
1: are you here for? What brings you to the uh, Cortos Mountains?
3: Well, come here on business, I suppose.
1: You'll have to discuss this business with me if you want us.
2: Okay, well, it's complicated, um, but we are saving the Isle of Cortos.
1: She raises an eyebrow and says, just- can you be more specific about how exactly you're doing that?
2: Yes. Is it to I do can. with the Zul'Gath traps Very yes. much so. Basically, yes. That's the pressing matter. Yes, you can say we've, that again. We've we've been um stopping them for a while, and now we are basically it. It's this is we've been adventuring. I think that this is where this is the climax of this. Like, if we could beat them here, that would be over. Wonder- I think.
1: That is wonderful to hear. The Zulgat have indeed been a threat here for the last few months. Several small armies of their kind have climbed these mountains. While we have been able to stop some of them individually, as a whole, there were far too many so we simply had to let them pass. We've brought our concerns to Absalom, but there is little to do and roaming monsters are no new thing here. But we have been concerned as to their goals.
2: They're not up to any good.
1: (laughs) Certainly, that, that makes sense. What- you are headed up deeper. Do you have any idea where you uh, wish to go?
2: No. <laughs> no, we just know that we need to go up this mountain.
3: If you would love to know where we're going...
2: Uh... If, if there's, like, specific landmarks, well, very old structures, anything... <laughs> if there's one thing that the Quarters Mountains has lots of, it's both of those. If you can give
1: me more details as to the nature of your goal, I can assist you.
2: To put it frankly... Do you know what the Aeon Orbs are? They're, like, towers? Yes, I really do. old towers.
1: I've, of course I do. I'm a historian of all Kortosian lore.
2: They, you know, they, they they keep the Isle of Cortos alive. Yes. Right, in, in this. So, the Zulgath have been trying to take them.
1: Ooh, her face sours. I see.
2: And we have, at the, to this point, been able to stop them. We even found a way to reinstate one that had just no longer been working. Interesting. Alright. Um we've done all of this to this point, but the zugatha still trying, because of course they are. And Aridon or the Orbs have this power that they've been gifting us. mm mm-hmm. Things like uh I can control water and I'm a swashbuckler so you can assume how that would not be regular Um, Hmm. but we were instructed to go up to the Kortos Mountains to do something with these gifts to like give them back or something it's confusing and a lot of it is like very very old prophecy type deal so we don't know all of the exact
1: I think I know where you should be headed Hmm? This sounds to me as if you should be entering the Vale of Aradon. The
3: Vale of Eldon?
1: Yes. If you continue up this road, um after a certain point, you will find that the uh passage is uh suddenly covered in fog. We I have been attempting to scout this place for quite some time. But no one can see through the fog. All we know, however, is that on the other side is apparently the lands that Aridin himself personally tended to when he created the Isle of Gortus. If there's anywhere on this island that would be related to the story you are telling me, it sounds to me that the Vale of Aridin would be it.
3: So I guess it's better going. Yeah,
2: sounds like as good lead as any.
1: Wonderful. Uh, now to thank you for your work. Uh, and she, um kind of clicks a finger, and a few of the guards uh, who've come downstairs from her room uh, are carrying a little box. And uh, she says, These resources were supplied by the first guard in Absalom for captains to use in extenuating circumstances. I would say that your circumstances are extenuating. And uh, she opens it, and you see that there are two potions... Uh, and then ten bars of Platinum! Which you know, uh, just by looking at each of these is probably worth about a thousand gold each. Oh
2: Oh my
1: god. These potions here are Ambrosia of Undying Hope.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, this rare magical elixir, uh, is... Well, she kind of shows it to you and it looks like a liquid night sky. Like, there's- like, it sparkles as if it were full of stars. It's sacred to Caden Caelan and the cults of the failed in Absalom uh, All the Would-be gods who died during the Starstone challenge When you drink it The next time that you would die from damage Within eight hours It prevents you from dying and you regain 20 hit points immediately Hmm. Essentially Consume this to bring yourself back to life From the brink of uh, death
2: Shit
1: It is Whatever you choose to do with this You can Mm. Uh, and she kind of smiles As she uh, clicks the box back together And says I do wish there were more ways I could help you I am certainly grateful and your your mission seems to be dire But for now This is all I can offer uh, And she turns to Mikhail and Yalvi And says And I see our usual uh, companions are back uh, And she kind of smiles and says Are you all uh, going to stay here Or are you heading deeper into the mountains and Mikhail kind of like scratching his head like yeah I don't think I'm going up any further
3: guys (laughs) that's fine you're good
1: uh and Yalvi shrugs and says yeah I'm gonna like collect stuff here we'll be waiting for you when you're back
2: though of course thank you uh
1: and they kind of grin and um I think uh the captain turns and says the the sorcerer where did she go
2: Oh my god, she just flew out because of... I think she may have seen the person responsible for this.
1: Hmm. Well, hopefully she'll be able to catch her. Hopefully. And that is where we're going to switch. Uh
4: Uh-oh.
1: Ariato. Hi. As you are flying, you see her. (laughs) Kineleki is sprinting through uh, the Undergrowth, headed up deeper into the mountain. What do you do? I don't think she's noticed you yet. She's just sprinting.
0: Uh, I think she's going to try to fly as close as possible. Hmm. Okay, so when she's within about 120 feet, she's casting Wall of Fire. Okay, Ariado, as you're riding this broom, staring down at Kimilaki,
1: you uh, blast a Wall of Fire in front of her, and she skates to a stop, turns and looks up at you, and grins says Ah, okay, sure, you got a broom. Oh, yeah. You know, Ariato, I think I know why why it didn't affect me or that Tiefling Strix dude. Uh Uh-huh. It's the same reason that it didn't affect you or the clown. Because I don't think the Aeons wanted to mess with other, like, planar entities. Devils, angels, all that. If you can have a drop of their blood in you, then you are immune to its effects. That makes sense, right?
0: All right. Then what the hell does that make you?
1: Oh, same as you. She pulls her eye patch off, and she's got a silver eye. Night Hag, sister. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh, mommy dearest has been waiting real bad to meet
0: you. Oh, God. Oh, don't say that. Disgusting. So what now? You're going to kill me? No, you're going to come quietly. There is a problem with that, Ariato. You're not going to go quietly. I know that for sure. If you're my sister, then then for anything, you're not going to be quiet. Here's the
1: thing, girl. You know the weirdest thing about Porto's Mountains is how teleportation magic works here? It just sends you off wherever. You don't know where you'll end up. But, I do know the last place I want to be is here. And she flashes a middle finger. I want you to roll an initiative. Okay. Forty-five. Okay. 45. That's a good one. Shit. Okay. No fucking way. What? So she rolled a 17. Okay. Plus 29. Ah. Uh. Which adds up to a total of 46. 46. I. That's not even a fucking bit. Ariato, she flashes her middle finger with you. She casts Dimension Door and she just vanishes completely. You don't know where she's gone, and you, she doesn't know where she's gone. Somewhere in the mountains.
0: <sighs> but wherever it is, it's not here. The one time, the one time that I could use dimension lock.
1: <laughs> That's why I made you roll initiative to see if you could get there first.
0: There, do you want to know what I rolled? Yeah. Nineteen. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 oh no.
1: Oh, you must be mauling. Take a fucking hero point. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Ariato. that was the first time you've ever interacted with one of your sisters. And you get the feeling it won't be the last.
0: I think she just kind of... On her broom, she just kind of put... She, she puts her forehead on the broom and just lays there for a second and goes... more sisters I know that there are more why did I have to meet the bitch and then she just very angrily flies back
1: <laughs> um, you get back I think just as Royari and Volio are like stepping out of the building um, and Natrail is there as well Uh, and she looks up and, oh,
0: there she is Uh She isn't As she lands, she's not looking at Anyone else But she does, like She does do a 360 And very Quickly assesses where there won't be Any overgrowth or anything Super flammable Ah, there's a lot of snow nearby And yeets a fucking fireball In that direction And screams The snow is gone
1: Captain the trail, huh? <laughs> and she clears her throat and says I shall have the guards prepare your beds for the night. You must be very tired after all your traveling and the work you've done today. I will leave you all to yourselves for now. Thank you very much for your work, adventurers. Thank you. And that she makes her way back inside and you three are left alone save for the giant eagles who are watching. So Ariado's is mad, very obviously. <laughs>
2: Darling, you're seething! I can see the steam coming off of your head and I mean this nearly. Wanna talk about it? So...
0: She had an eye patch! Do you wanna know what was under eye- what was on- Do you wanna know what was under it? Yes, dear. She points to her silver eye. Ah, That was my sister!
2: Your sister. Yeah. Oh God. Well,
0: she teleported that's... away, so she could be literally anywhere.
2: This is not going to be the last we see. Oh, it, I
0: count on it.
2: We will take care of them because if she's here, maybe, maybe we'll be able to stop your mother. You know. You know that I would do literally anything I know. to help you. I know,
0: her. and I know we're going to meet with her because apparently she's been dying to meet me too. Well, she's going
2: to regret it in the next five to seven business days, hopefully.
3: <sighs> so it's not a problem we can track right now, unfortunately. Um, but we know that we need to go. Right. So. And he, like, makes a motion with his hands. Shelby? <sighs> you can cool off once a There's
1: a lot of snow nearby.
3: Exactly. Like the DM said, you can cool off. There's a snow. It's a cool place.
0: Ariana takes, like, a bundle of snow in her arms, and half of it, like, just melts immediately, and she goes, okay, let's go. Now you're
3: just wet. <laughs>
0: This at um, least keep me cool for, like, five minutes.
1: It's true. Well, you don't go yet, because right now, night is falling, and you've all had a very busy day. As such, you all retire inside the Eagle Garrison, get some rest. You're all filled up the max HP, you regain all your spell slots, etc., etc. And in the morning, you guys are able to get headed up deeper into the mountains in search of the Vale of Aradin. You start to walk. And after some time winding deeper into the mountain you you kind of like make your way past one of the last forested portions of the trail. And then, extremely quickly, Ariadu gets her wish to cool down. (laughs) Because as you're walking clouds darken what can be seen in the sky through the evergreen forest boughs, first blocking the sun, and then blotting the remaining light until the forest is draped in a dim twilight. Fat flakes of snow begin to fall, faster and faster, and in only a few moments, the trail is draped in a growing blanket of white. It's not patchwork like it was earlier, it's like deep. The snowfall dampens all sounds and even the trees just off the trail are hard to make out true to flurry. It's like out of nowhere you've stepped into a fucking snowstorm.
3: What's
0: <laughs> Where's the lamppost?
2: <laughs> I think that I'm starting to crave some Turkish lights. Some Turkish delight. Oh god.
1: <laughs> uh, unlike the Chronicles of Narnia though This is not a calm winter This is a very, very stormy winter Certainly Ariato. I think Ariato, you're mostly fine Because of your insane body heat But Royari and Volio God fucking damn it is cold
0: <laughs>
1: addle, addle. Until you f- Until you find a way To uh, kind of overcome the cold You are going to start needing to make saves To avoid freezing
0: what if they huddle, you
1: did not see this coming. You did not see this coming, I will say. Like, <laughs> it was a very stark start. Mm-hmm. What do you guys um, do?
3: Folio uh, wears Oddbody like a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I need your warmth, your fur. I know that it's an illusion, but it should work anyways. It
1: literally does not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you throw body in the snow. <laughs> Uh, he looks through
1: his bag. You don't have anything for this shit, Pod.
3: Fuck!
1: Uh, the snow is deep. It's not greater difficult terrain, but is difficult terrain. So you are going to be a little bit slow.
3: Ooh, that's what I get for wearing no sleeves. What do you guys do? Can I make an argument? Yeah? I can use, uh, hay presto to heat food.
1: That's not going um, to work. That is, it will heat food to the point where it's, night like, kind of nice. But, like, it is not going to, like... Like, you won't... Here's the thing. It's not going to kill you. But it is going to be a little unpleasant.
3: Fine.
1: You will probably need to rest after a certain while, though, either way.
3: Okay.
1: Basically, you're going to take 2d6 cold damage every hour that you stay here. Which is... It could be worse. It's
3: pretty
1: good. What do you guys do? What do you say to each other,
0: Will me standing in the middle help?
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Very okay, much Okay,
0: hang so. on, huddle.
2: Oh, come here, I need uh, a hug. I'm you uh, <laughs> go.
0: Hey, Volio needs warm too. I would need the
3: most of the biggest. So. <laughs> no. While small and compact. You <laughs> perform
0: faster. I'm, I'm short.
3: Who just made a fire? I mean... <laughs> he puts a hand on
0: Ariana. I can activate my curse three times.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, that would be... I, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> if we can trudge through it for now. It's not too bad. When I start getting... Um, what do they call it? Uh, when your fingers turn black and start falling off? Frostbite? Frostbite. <coughs> <laughs>
0: then I mean, let's worry a little bit before then. Hopefully, please.
3: Oh, we, we couldn't, we couldn't notice it. it's a telling sign. It's fine. Uh, we can
1: keep okay. going. Um, so I need everyone to uh, everyone is going to take 2d6 cold damage because <laughs> it does take you an hour before anything happens. All right. So, so that's going to be 4 cold damage to everyone.
2: You idiot. I am if I am constantly healing mm-hmm. does that mean that I'm just Okay.
1: Yeah, basically.
2: <laughs> that is so sex. To
3: me that's the problem.
1: Um, Rayari, you kind of trek on in front of the others who are shivering. Well, not so much Ariato. Ariato, I think your body heat is also keeping us under control. Volio, you're the only one who's cold here.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh Rayari, you're you are cold, but your your Aeon stone is keeping you cool uh kind of like warm, you know? I will say one thing, Rary, as you're walking, you feel a heat elsewhere. Not unpleasant heat, but from your chest. It's the Eye of Essence, and it seems to be open, but not in a way like it's trying to protect you. It looks like it's looking forward.
2: Guys! Hmm. The Eye of Essence is being weird again.
3: But doesn't
2: it do it? Well, look at it. Rari shows them the way that it's open and looking in a direction. Make it stop. I can't. Should we just go in this direction?
0: I uh, probably. Probably?
2: Let's
1: do that. Okay, well, as you're walking forward, I will say one thing. You come across, uh, kind of like a pass, uh, where two cliffs almost touch each other, and it's the only way forward through the pass. And as you approach, I think... You guys aren't idiots. I think you stop beforehand. You're like, hmm... This seems like the perfect place for an ambush.
3: <laughs>
1: what do you guys do?
2: I hope that I hope they're looking at my good side, Mary poses. Hmm. Well shall we prepare for an ambush or there's no other way?
3: It's not us with it. Just take out your weapons. Leo takes
0: out his hammer. Gotta make sure that she has her shield on. Come
3: out!
1: Oh, since you asked so nicely, you see something kind of raising up from the snow.
2: Oh, what the fuck is that?
1: It roars quite loudly.
2: <laughs>
1: because pulling itself up from the snow, you see what you would first assume is a dragon. It's the not? thing is that it doesn't have any lower legs or wings. It's like a giant snake with the head of a dragon. And then the upper body of uh, like, it's got like huge crawling arms like a dragon. It seems to be somewhere between a serpent and a a dragon. And immediately you all recognize that because you've heard the stories. That's a linorm. These horrific viking dragons are infamous for having death curses. If you kill one of them, they cast a curse on you, which is extremely bad. (laughs) You also know that these things, basically they're viking dragons, are exceptionally dangerous. And this one is lunging out, it lets out a bellowing roar. Um, as it stares you all down and uh, with like frost pulling from its mouth it says come no closer you sh- if you do so I shall devour you <laughs>
3: fuck what does it do?
1: you don't know you just know that Lenorms when you kill them something bad happens to the killer
3: oh
2: god damn it I hate you and Lenorms and Alden all the way in the River Kingdom. You remember. Shaking his
3: fucking fist at you. What if, um... Fuck you! What if you set up a contraption that kills it? Would that still mean you killed it? Yes. Fuck. That's
1: such bullshit! He's staring you down, all three of you, and he says, turn back or be consumed! Oh, Choose it, it. Okay, cool. He attacks you. Everyone, roll initiative. As ah. soon as you say that, he rushes you. Ah. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice or Roll. Hope you enjoyed our Christmas special last week. <laughs> and I hope you had an excellent Christmas as well. Now, right to business. First things first, I want to let everyone know that uh, due to several scheduling issues, um, both from Uh, Christmas and the global panini going on, and um, just adulting in general. Uh, There won't be an episode next week. Uh, Unfortunately, we have had some uh, difficulties in recording an episode. Hopefully the week after we'll be back to it, but uh, next week the episode will be delayed. So uh, thank you all very much for your patience. In the meantime, uh, we would like to ask you to consider voting for Dice Roll in the Audioverse 2021 Awards. Um, voting is open until uh, the 31st of, Jan- of December uh, which is about a week away now um, Dice Roll has been nominated for Best Improvised Production, Best Players in Improvised Production and Best Director in Improvised Production basically saying Dice Roll's Roll is a really good TTRBG show with really good players and a really good GM and if you agree which if you're 71 episodes into Extinction Curse chances are you do Um, we would really appreciate you going and taking about 10-15 minutes to go through the voting Uh, works best on laptop so if you are able to uh, check it out vote for us and uh, hey maybe we'll win that'd be great (laughs) Um, that's all for now everyone thank you all so much enjoy the rest of the episode and as always keep it rolling dice will roll will return after these messages do you want to make a podcast but you're just not sure where to start, do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll.
3: Okay, I just don't roll. I just want to walk to the fucking place.
1: 43. Okay, very nice.
3: 37.
1: All right. Well, top of the order is you, Ariato. Ariato, big fuck off, Linorm, What do you do?
0: I'm uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty sure it can jump ten feet high, so a wall of fire won't really do much. You know what? She's just gonna use uh, she's gonna use one of her focus spells. She's gonna use one of her focus spells and cast darkness.
1: Okay, cool. Um, Ariado, darkness erupts around this thing. Uh, what's the radius? Uh, radius twenty foot burst. Okay. So kind of like pulling out from around him, shrouding the entire path in darkness, uh, the Linorm lets out a roar. Um, and you can see that uh, he's now completely consumed in darkness. He can't see anything. So you have uh, one action left where he can't see what you're doing. What do you do?
0: She doesn't have much. So she's just gonna look at the others and go, how do we want to handle this? I bought us some time. We could run.
3: We <laughs> could. We could distract it and get
0: away. Okay. We don't want uh, to kill it. So he can't see us, as far as I'm aware. I, can I you can see that, you can hear him? he is rushing
1: through the darkness towards you. You do not have a lot of time to discuss. I, she takes out her broom her, as I'm her last blind. action. Okay, cool. Unfortunately, the next in the order is Delinorm. And he immediately rushes towards I- you all, like rushing through the snow. Uh, and he lunges in front of you and he snarls. And uh, he swings a claw and brings it down beside you, uh, towards you, Ariato, and he misses intentionally. Huh? And he leans in and he growls and says, Look to the ridges, it's a trap. Huh? And then he brings a second claw and he goes for you, Volio, and that's actually gonna hit you. Sorry, bud. How uh, is a 42 to hit? What? Huh? <gasps> Yeah, it's... 30, 30 bulging damage as he just kind of bats you over the head. How much? Thirty. What the fuck?
3: For fuck's sake.
1: Uh, Volio, it is your turn. You did hear that warning, but then it did smack you. You don't know what to take. What the fuck?
3: Um... Wait, rage is for free.
1: Yeah, okay.
3: Uh... Man, fuck you. He's going on with his original plan. He's casting Hallucination.
1: Okay. Uh, he has to make a will save?
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: oh shit, lol, what's a. <laughs> I was like, well, it's a good thing he's got a plus one on all saves against magic. Not one. Woo! Fuck you. What happens, Volio? Uh, on a
3: crit fail? Yeah. The creature perceives uh what you choose until it disbelieves and trusts its false senses, taking a minus four circumstance penalty to uh saves the disbelief. Mm-hmm.
1: Well what are you trying to make it believe?
3: Probably that they're running in a opposite direction, so it'll give chase.
1: Okay, cool. Uh Volume, you create an illusion that this thing immediately like kinda shakes his head and sees you all turn and running, and he roars and he says I WILL EAT YOU ALL!
3: You can try!
1: You say from directly below him. You have one action left, Volia, what do you do? Um... Behind wings. the Linorm is that pass with the Darkness cast in it from Ariato. Um, mm-hmm. what, what do, what do?
3: Wing. Wings. Wings. She sprouts wings.
1: Okay, cool. Volia, you sprout your wings, but you don't have enough actions to fly with them. So you just have them oh. out. Uh, is that your turn? Yep. Rayari, it is your turn. Um, Volio has made this thing believe that, uh, you are all running away. Uh, however, it did say, it did flub an attack against Ariato and tell you to keep an eye on the, like, the ridges. What do you do?
2: I want to get out of the way of this thing in the first place. At least so that I'm not, like, right in front of it. And I want to look at the ridges to see Make me a perception
1: check. There? It's going to be at a minus two penalty because there is a blizzard and you can't see through it.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Die. Uh, that's a 29. You don't see anyone! Um, is it okay if I look one more time? There, I Because I- I Yeah, like, right now, it's
1: not that you don't believe there's no one there. It's that you can't see shit through the blizzard.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't want to attack the Linarm right now, so.
1: 40. Okay. Royari, you do see something. Mm -hmm. There's something watching you. Just out of sight. Mm -hmm. And you can't really see much, except that it is very large. And it has a magnificent pair of antlers. Okay. That's all you can see true to Blizzard right now. It's a silhouette, and it ducks out of sight uh, immediately after. Uh, you have no actions left, but if you want to cont- tell that to the others, you can.
2: Yeah, uh, Rari lets the others know that there's something watching them with antlers. Like a deer? Um Bigger. A moose? Bigger? Bigger question mark Two moose. ariato it is
1: your turn visibility isn't great right now and there's a big linorm who thinks you're all running
0: away Uh, uh, what do you do uh uh, i think she tries to focus in on whatever the the the, the thing that's bigger than a moose sure make me a perception check remember that's at a minus two 40
1: okay i think what royaries pointed out you do see it as well and you see that there's three of them okay all like kind of—you s- can see that they're very stealthily making their way across the ridge towards that darkness that you cast. Uh, uh, and you can't see much, but you can tell that they are not
0: touching the ground. It's like they're moving I- with the blizzard. Okay. All right. Um, she turns to the big guy and goes, "Okay, so what are we up against?" Question mark.
1: He does not see you. He does not hear you. He is roaring at the hallucination uh. of the distance. <laughs>
3: He hit me sorry <laughs> the fuck was I supposed to do <laughs> I, I don't
1: know Volu uh, <laughs> <Well>, <laughs> is right now raging because that's the only way you could have cast
3: yeah <laughs> can we just fly then
0: I guess okay she gets on her broom and then just goes in a direction that is kind of away from whatever is coming towards them okay and uh, what speed are you flying at Uh, I believe I can go 40 a turn
1: That's just too bad, isn't it? Never something you want to hear your GM say
0: No I'm checking my inventory now, fuck you Well
1: no, uh, it's too late, you start doing that
0: And as you start
1: flying, Ariato something flies directly into you Okay And it is fast, like that is it is fast as fuck and it flies directly into you and grabs you out of the air with its claws. That's a 48 to hit. Crit. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, because as this thing flies, uh, it grabs you in its hand, um, and that is going to be 62 damage. Flat? Flat, like that, when it's been doubled. Okay. And you are held in its hand, and this thing. Roars in your face and you get a good look at it. Okay. It's like. It's a horrible beast. Um, with the head of a deer uh, and huge antlers, completely whited out eyes, and sharp, like, blunt human like teeth. Um, oh, is this? As it flies towards you with its pale white fur and long, arching hands, you can see it doesn't have legs. They just kind of burn away into stumps. And it is horrifying. And I think Oh God. you, as you're being held in the air by this thing, you recognize what it is. It's a windwalker. Oh, good God.
3: Yeah.
1: A cannibal uh, monster. Uh, somewhere between a demon and a werewolf. And a beast. It's, it's a whole thing, man. Um, you know that they've got something to do with, like, the outer gods and stuff? You don't really care about that right now. You don't care they're linked to Cthulhu. You mauled. care about the fact that it's going to eat you and turn you into one of it. Um, another one flies out uh, from the darkness as well, and that is Attack of um, And it's going to go for you, Vol'io. Uh, it flies cool. directly towards you. Um, and it's going to grab you in its uh, hand. That is a 41 to hit.
3: Uh, hits. yeah.
1: Alright, that is tree, tree, uh, slashing damage as it, like, kind of comes out of nowhere, uh, leaving a trail of smoke behind it like a fucking Death Eater from the Turf Box. And mm-hmm. as it grabs you, you are held in its hand and it roars in your face.
0: The turf books
1: Um, it is the Isidorm's turn. He looks around and he sees that the Windwalkers are attacking creatures they can't quite make out. So it just kinda of backs into a corner and buries its head like between its hands. It seems to be almost having a panic attack.
3: Oh, it uh, Volio,
1: it's your turn. You are in the hand of a windwalker.
3: Cool! That's great. Fantastic, even. Yeah. I'm happy. Uh I hit it really hard on the head. Okay, you could probably
1: do that. I, Make an attack roll. And then I hit it. Forty three. Uh, forty three against this douchebag is going to be a hit. Roll damage. Thirty six uh, plus
3: speed plus one. Uh, that's thirty nine damage. All
1: right, Volia, you smack me across the head one way. Uh, you have two actions left. What do you do?
3: Mm, I might just do it again, or I might just cast a funny little spell that I haven't cast yet. Okay. Um, uh, I can't decide. So hit, hit again. Okay,
1: go for it. Thirty. A is unfortunately a crit fail. Uh, but this is great! This is wonderful! Uh... Yeah. So, Volio, uh, as you bring your hammer into him, uh, you feel chaos magic bubble inside you, and for a second it's about to overwhelm you like it always does, but you are going to actually draw two crit fail cards, and pick the one you like. (laughs) So... Yay! Would you like to give him... Fragmented magic. Your target gains the effect of a mirror image spell, or tiring spell you are fatigued okay
3: well the mirror image benefits
1: him very much so even
3: I'll take the fatigue okay
1: Vol, well, you were about to let go but you remember worm touch t- training and holding on you I kind of absorb the spell like the magic back into you and it is exhausting you are fatigued add that to your sheet as a reminder uh, what fatigue does is that um you have a minus one to your AC and saving throws mhm Uh, which sucks! Um, you have one action left, what do you do? Do it again. You're gonna attack him again anyway? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Nice. Well, you're gonna get to choose another one! (laughs) Um... Oh, oh, oh! Volio, you get to choose between! Uh, you made him stronger, giving a plus two to its attack rolls. Or... Wild magic!
3: Wild magic!
1: Okay, uh, roll me a D100. Three. A tree? Will your leaves grow from you?
3: That's pleasant. <laughs> you got I leaves
1: growing from you. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> a few little, like, petals blossom. Like, you got, like, a little... A few, like, a, a twig pull comes out of your ear. And there's a few in your hair. You look re- da- real dashing. It's very pretty. Technically, that's like just re- a regular fail, then, which is pretty okay, honestly. It sounds good. Okay, uh, Royari, it is your turn. Kill. Uh, one of them... Is, uh, there are two of these Windwalkers. Uh, one of them is like... About 40 feet in the air, clutching Ariato in its hands. Uh, The other is near Volio and uh, also holding it, but Volio is beating it over the head. Uh, What do you do? I'm
2: going to help Ariato because there's a guy right here in front of me right now.
1: Uh, It's 40 feet up in the air. Oh, wow. But Uh, you do have, if you'll remember, the
2: winged armor. uh, I'll use that then. Okay. is going to (sighs) fly. without turning into a fucking dragon.
1: Okay, so Royari, uh, you take two actions and you summon out uh, a pair of wings. Um, And it says it has a fly speed of 25 feet. I'm just going to give it your regular speed uh, because that's more fun. You are a swashbuckler. Uh, In those two actions, you dart the fuck up to this windwalker and you have a pair of glowing angel wings coming from your back. Uh, this thing kind of turns to look at you, uh, its mouth's still open as it was prepared to bite area out of head off, like, it's a fucking jelly baby, and it stares at you blankly for a second. What do you do?
2: I'm gonna try and stab it in the throat. Um...
1: Okay. Want to make a
2: lethal finisher? Yes, please. 50. I rolled a 50. Uh, a 50's going to be a crit. I love
1: being cool. Um... Okay, Royari, that is going to be uh, 26 times 2 is 52, um, plus 1 electricity electricity damage times 2, that's uh, 54, plus 8 fire damage, that's uh, 62, uh, plus um, 14 deadly damage, that is 76, and now he has to make a 14th save. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Because you got a crit, you tear down his results.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Making a fail into a crit fail. Oh. He got a crit fail. And this isn't rules as written, but I think if you're gonna do so good, you can add uh, another sixty tw- uh, another uh, 68 to this, meaning that you're going to be doing 25d8 uh, damage on top of 76. So roll that for me real fast.
2: So 25d8 what I roll? Mm-hmm.
1: That's your finisher damage. 105. Oh my fucking god. So Royari, in a single attack, you do 181 damage. This thing had 150 HP.
2: Oh my god. I did stab it through the throat. In a
1: single shot, you literally impale the Windwalker's neck. And it lets out a a scream, uh, almost like the howl of a dog. And then it just falls to the floor beneath you all. Ariado, you're still on your broom because it didn't, like, yank you off or anything. um, But you're just floating there as Royari is also floating there. As this thing just collapses into a bloody pile on the floor. Gross. (laughs) Holy fucking shit.
2: Whoops, that went fast. Royari wipes up the, the the the
1: rapier. Yeah. Okay. Um that is your turn, Royari. And now everyone needs to make me a will save. Because suddenly you don't know where it's coming from, because it seems to be coming from everywhere. You hear a howl. You know it's one of the windwalkers. You know it. There must be another one here. But this howl is it gets you on nearly like primeval level of please god don't fucking eat me. Like like a rabbit that's being chased by a dog. So, what is everyone's
0: uh save? 46. And I have resolve. Okay. I got 36. 42. Okay. All right,
1: Royari and Ariado, crit success, you are fine. Volio, you are frightened one. Uh, because, like, you kind of just feel it in your bones. Oh, God. The the other two aren't really suffering from the cold that much, but you're being held by one of these things. You're cold. This is scary. That's all. That's all that happens now. Uh, The other one, uh, the one that's holding you, Volio, however, is going to try to bite you. So he brings his mouth down on you. Uh, and with those human-like teeth, he gets a 48 to hit.
3: 48. That's a crit.
1: All right, that's 62 piercing damage as he buries his fangs into you and tries to rip you asunder. When you don't immediately come apart, you feel cold starting to ice through your veins. Uh, and he is going to cast Windwalk. Get it? Get it? Get it? Because he's a Wind Get it? Can you explain it? Well, he then uses his Ride the Wind Reaction. So, with windwalk, he basically uh, can just kind of—he casts a spell and uh, y- hit you. Uh, he turns into a like kind of vaguely cloud-shaped thing, and he can now move at twenty miles per hour,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is terrifying. But what's really terrifying is it's the fact that he is pulling you into the air as he floats away. Make me a will save.
3: Okay. Twenty-four. Uh-oh. Hey, hero point. Yeah, you want a hero point death? <laughs> Yeah yes 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 uh, 28
1: That's going to be a crit fail I'm afraid Volio you are brought up with him Um and you are he is flying away and you feel in your head this that fear getting worse but then it becomes something different mm-hmm. Volio you're hungry. God, you are so hungry. You've never been hungrier before. I need you to make me a fucking fortitude
3: save. <laughs> I don't like this.
1: Oh sorry, it's a will save, my mistake. 29. Not a crit fail. But it is pretty bad. You are stupefied for. Okay which means all your mental rolls are going to be reduced by four. And on top of that, anytime you cast a spell, there is a huge chance it's going to fuck up. Because all you can think of right now, Volio, is how fucking hungry you are. You are so ravenous. You are famished. You just want to eat. That's all you can think of as you are being whisked into the sky by this creature. (laughs) And Ariado, it is your turn. Uh, You can see that the Windwalker has Windwalked with Volio!
0: Uh. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm just gonna use another one of her focus spells. Okay. Searing Light. <laughs> okay. Make me that attack roll. 43.
1: Okay. Uh. Cool.
0: That's gonna be a hit.
1: Okay. Roll damage!
0: Uh, this. I assume this thing isn't, uh. Is this thing not dead? No no well, no, it isn't. okay. and it's not a fiend. no, it's not that's 17 d6 okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: what's the damage 69. <laughs> Take a hero point. Ariadne, you throw a sick-ass fucking beam of light into this thing. And you see, you do pierce into it. Uh, it kind of like solidifies for a moment and lets out a wail before like turning back into that weird like cloud of dust. So yeah. Um, and actually no. Uh, as soon as it gets you, um, it, it turns back into its like monstrous form. I Meaning it is no longer windwalking although Volio is still very clearly affected by it mentally. You have one action left. This thing does not look well. Uh, it looks like it actually took additional damage because it is weak to fire. Wow.
0: How would Echoing Spell work here? I would let you do it. Okay. I would let you do it. At 17d6 or at level 4?
1: I would let you do it at level 4. Okay. Okay, and a uh, turning 9 to hit is a hit roll damage. 17 damage. (laughs) Arenado, it's the second one that does it. That light blasts through this thing and lets out a wail. And then it just fucking turns to ashes. And Volio, you still are lost in the like, you are really hungry. But you're no longer in this thing's arms.
3: Fantastic.
1: And by the looks of it, that seems to have been it. Seems... Yeah, no, um everything kinda goes quiet. And you see a shape from the darkness that you cast, Ariato, dash off into the sky.
0: Can she see what it
1: is or It was another Wind Walker. Ah. A much bigger one. Oh. <laughs> a much scarier looking one. Uh-huh. But it seems to have decided not to fuck with you guys. That's good at least. The making of a the making of a good predator is to know what prey can't be hunted.
0: You know what? That's fair. Um
1: the Isleanorm is still holding its head in its hands. Volio, you are still so fucking hungry.
3: Ugh. He's like gripping huh. his stomach.
0: Yeah, what do you guys do? Ariado approaches Volio very slowly, like, hey buddy. Volio, make me a will safe.
3: <laughs> I don't like that. Oh. Ah,
1: 25. Ariatum, make me a reflex save. Ah! 43. You just barely dodged as Volio almost like instinctively goes to bite you. Ah! You're good, Volio. You're just hungry. I... Oops.
3: Uh, <laughs> i saw sorry about it. Um... Do you have like a fig Newton bar or something? <laughs>
0: Can Ariadna find a way to cure that? Uh, (laughs) cure what?
1: Whatever's happening to him? The the hunger, yeah. Yeah, make me a nature check. 38. Okay, you can tell that this Volio has been affected by Windwalker Torment. Okay. Essentially, Volio is being maddened by hunger. It's only going to get worse until... He actually does cannibalize someone. And that would turn him into a Windwalker. That's how new Windwalkers are born. Hmm. It's a curse. And the only way to cure him is to heal him to
0: max HP. Uh, okay. All right. Just stay still, please. And Ariado just very tentatively... Mm-hmm. Patches him up with, uh... I think Ward Medic, basically. Yeah, Ward medic. medic. Yeah, okay. Do you want to make me a medicine check? Yeah.
2: E- yeah, Re- Rayari was coming over to help you. Heal. <laughs> healing his great. <crazy>. No,
3: <laughs> Food? <laughs> uh,
0: that is a... Another 43. <laughs> okay, 43. Uh, that's going to be a success.
1: Uh, you can heal Volio for... Uh, 2d8 plus 20 healing. 29 healing. Okay, 29 healing, Volio. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Royari, as you cast uh, your. um, As you cast uh, Leon Hands. Mm hmm. um, That's going to be 6 times 9. That's 54 healing as well, Volio, as uh, uh, Royari just cast Leon Hands on you. Mm
3: Very good, uh, very does that, good. How
1: much does that bring you back up to? Uh,
3: 282 out of 312.
1: Okay, you're still hungry. You're still really hungry.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> uh, well, it's gonna take out a potion. Okay. Uh, Do you want to eat some food first? That's kind of food.
1: Some real food before you heal. He,
3: yeah, he does. He does. He really, 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 you really, really rations. He does.
1: You have rations. Do eat it?
3: You're making me anxious. You eat it? Stop it. Yes.
1: Ariadne, where you Watches as Volio, like, devours some rations, like, teeth pulling into bread, ripping it from his thing and swallowing it. It starts (laughs) to kind of drip everywhere. It's just kind of like, his saliva is almost dripping from his face. And Volio, you know what the worst part of all this is?
3: It doesn't help.
1: You're still so hungry. Now might be a good time to take that potion
3: pulling it down to
1: major potion okay and I think uh, that's actually going to be enough HP to bring you to max you're not hungry anymore <laughs> you feel great actually Fish. wow you are being real dramatic there for a second you are max HP
3: uh sorry <laughs> he like wipes his mouth it, um, his,
0: um... are you all good
3: Anyways, how about that guy his there in the snow? How's yeah, the Linnorm's the still there. Linform.
0: Uh, it looks up and says, You're still here? You survived? Uh, barely, Ariada says.
3: I would love some answers right now, actually. Uh, so hold your, um, confusion, or your surprise, or your, uh, pride in us, uh, till the end. Thank you.
1: What you encountered, that was... Those were Windwalkers new ones there were more usually there's only the one yes he stalks these mountains catching poor travelers but recently two more came I don't know where they came from but they did they've been making it very dangerous to live here they told me that if I did not help them in luring in victims they would consume me as well and my companion
2: your companion?
1: yes a goblin. I do not know her name. She does not speak. But she lives deeper into the... Uh, she lives a little deeper here. If you go to her and tell her that you saved me, she will be most grateful. Of course. Okay.
3: And i tell her herself.
1: It is my duty to make sure that nothing attacks her. And I almost let it happen. I would rather give her some space. You'll speak to it,
3: then. You guys
1: are able to kind of make your way away if you choose,
3: mm-hmm.
1: because yeah, the mountain road just keeps going. Uh, as you move, uh, the linorm calls out and says, "Good luck, adventurers! Safe Thank travels!"
3: I'll forget that you oh, to hit me.
1: Um, and you do travel for a while. Uh, eventually, you do find a a cave entrance, however, just yeah. off the path. Um. There's several signs of activity. A series of footprints, um, a few neatly clean bones stacked uh, to one side of the cave entrance, faint suit marks along the top of the cave mount. It looks like this is probably someone's home, and judging by what the lid arm said, this must be that person's home.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you want to make your way inside? Let's
3: be quick.
1: Yeah? You make your way into the uh, cave, away from like the blizzard, And you see it's a really nice little home, all things considered.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, There's like a little camp, like there's a little like fireplace, um, a rug on the floor. Um, There's uh, like a kettle on the fire. Mm -hmm. And... Any signs
3: of a goblin?
1: Yes, there is in fact a goblin. Um, You can see that a uh, kind of chubby spring green and floppy eared goblin with like a big hat and big pants uh, is um, working over some alchemy stuff and uh, she kind of turns and like glances at you all and turns away and she looks back and she like jumps and she opens her mouth like she's about to say something before shutting it very quickly hello
3: she makes a very
1: confused face
3: um, uh, uh, we met your Lindworm friend. He's fine.
1: She, She's good. She raises an eyebrow and looks around and points outside.
2: we
3: stopped some of the
1: Windwalkers. Her eyes yes. widen and she grins and she kind of jumps up and down the spot a little bit.
3: I almost got turned into fun.
1: Her eyes widen
0: her face falls. It, you we're fine, we're fine. we're fine, we're fine. Everything's fine. We, we, oh god, you're gonna scare her. She doesn't say anything though. She...
1: Uh,
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> she
1: can't, yeah. She's just- she's not saying shit. Yeah. And... Is it all
3: I think is all? I think we can get on a van now, right? There's only
1: one of us to... <laughs> She makes a face and holds up her hand like, Wait, wait, wait!
3: <laughs> what? Yes?
1: Uh, she... points at that place and tilts her head like, Do you need to stay? Do you need like-
3: Oh, no, but in a big rush. Hey! Hey, we are people who need sleep, you idiot. I'm not
2: people. I am! Oh my god, these... Every time... Every time that I remind you that I am a human, you're like, oh, but I'm a clown! oh that's lovely I need to sleep though <laughs> she looks really excited when she says she he's a clown
1: she kind of jumps up and down you the spot like, and the you like a
3: consumer of the fine arts and he starts struggling
1: she grins and she opens her mouth and then what she says all of you hear it differently uh-huh. oh um Ariato uh you hear uh her say Ariato, you never had a real good mother figure in your life, and that's always made you <laughs> despise yourself to an extent, wishing that you could have a happier life, but knowing you'll never will. What the fuck? All right, Volio, fucking, you... what? Volio, you here? you're never going to be able to get away from being Dane, are you, Volio? You're just going to be that <gasps> same sad little boy on the inside for the rest of your life. And, Royari, you here? aw, oh, going to blame yourself for everyone else's problems again? Stupid can't even uh, take responsibility for your own failures, so you have to take responsibility for everyone else's failures instead.
3: Bolio's, <laughs> like, juggling balls just, so like, dropped to the floor. <laughs>
1: she covers She's her like, mouth immediately.
3: It. What the hell? I... What
0: the fuck, <laughs> <of it? laughs> man? sorry?
3: She
1: shakes her head real hard.
0: What was that? How'd you nose know it?
2: She... Are you cursed? She nods! She nods really hard!
1: Oh, my God. Oh. She makes her way over to uh, a box of junk, and she starts pulling up some stuff. She pulls up a uh, a job certificate, uh, proving she works somewhere, and she points at her name. Trippy uh, looks like she was an alchemist uh, student for some time. Then she puts that back down, and she roots around, and she pulls up um, another, like, uh, like a, a necklace, and, and you recognize this as a holy symbol of Norgorber, um, one of the ascended gods who passes to the star stone, and the god of thieves, blackmail, and alchemy. And she gives a thumbs down hand and then she... She waves her hands around and eh, things got complicated. And then she points oh, at her neck.
3: You got cursed by Norgorber?
1: She nods. and She
3: Yes. you two to get set. Uh.
1: She... She, uh, pulls out a knife.
3: Hey! <laughs> Did you
2: hurt someone?
0: She nods.
2: That you weren't supposed to hurt? According she nods.
0: To the <sighs> One of Norgarver's followers? She nods. Oh, well, poor... Oh, honey.
1: She sighs oh, a little sucks. bit.
0: like
2: oh. Well, that is... <laughs> An inconvenience.
1: She nods. She shrugs. She uh, pantomimes kind of walking. uh, And then she points outside and she points here. And you remember Mikhail saying that the last person he drove into the mountains... Oh my god! ...was an extremely rude goblin.
2: Oh. You went with Mikhail. She nods. We came up with him. She smiles.
3: (laughs) He said he's the food. She frowns.
2: <laughs> he, he's, he's fine, by the way. We, he just stopped because we had to go up further than is safe for him.
1: Um, she kind of like scampers uh, over um, and she glances at um, a poster, like one of the little flyers you got on your pocketware, and she pulls it out and she points at the circus
2: yes the circus the circus
1: she nods and she she pulls out some of her alchemical bombs she starts juggling down
2: do you want to join the circus
1: she gives two big thumbs up
2: yes but then absolutely. she frowns
1: and she points at her neck and she goes and soaks what? in the corner
2: we can help. I mean like I don't know it well hmm
3: well you could join the circus I
1: she opens her mouth and she says it reveals some better, like extremely dark and upsetting secret about yourselves
3: whoa okay. <laughs> okay I hate
2: thinking about my emotions in general um relax um I mean I think we, even if that's too extreme for like an act we could probably try and
1: oh she she pulls out a picture of uh, she pulls out a picture she's drawn of that linorm and you can see that she's skating down the back of
2: it do you want oh. to join the circus with the
1: She gives a thumbs up.
3: Well, I mean that'd be sick as hell. She um, grins,
1: but then again she points at her neck and frowns.
3: Um, yes, about that. Um, with curses like that, don't you have to make it light with the?
4: She shrugs.
3: Uh, with a god? She
1: shrugs entirely. She's no fucking idea.
3: I don't know if we can help you with that.
1: She
2: frowns. It's sad. Um. The I mean, we can, let's stop that. We can definitely attempt to help you. I will, at least. I think it would nice be... Kid.
3: I'm a clown. I can't do anything.
1: Okay. She shrugs, and she points around at the beds, and, like, kind of... Well, they're not really beds, but there's piles of comfy stuff to sleep on. And she mimics <laughs> being kind of cold. Um, and oh, points at the yeah, fire. I'm
3: quite chilly. He inches closer to the fire. Yeah
1: if you guys like she is uh, Trippy is offering you a place to stay tonight to recover from the cold before you keep traveling please
3: <laughs> I suppose
1: uh, do you guys want to rest a little bit yes yeah okay um, I think as you're uh, resting a little bit um, before you all go to sleep uh, Roy, are you probably pray to Ayamide for a while and Trippy watches you kind of like huh She comes over, and she points at the Eye of Essence. Yes? It's still open and looking away.
2: Are you asking what this is?
1: She shakes her head, she points outside.
2: Where it's looking?
1: She shakes her head, and she just points. And then she kind of scrambles away into her box of stuff. And she pulls out a map. And on the map, it seems to be a very crude... uh, version of the uh, hinterlands of this cave and one of the things is emblazoned with a symbol almost exactly identical to the eye of essence
2: oh my god oh shit
1: it seems to also be along the path out of here
2: oh fuck oh god Hmm? that's on the way we could stop by this she gives a thumbs up.
3: You're cool, yeah? Peace with you. You
1: me. The little goblin kind of scrambles off to go um, bother Ariato. She's very interested in Ariato's uh, fire stuff. But are <laughs> you left with that for a second.
2: Huh. That is interesting. I'm curious. <laughs> you want to go check it out? Yeah. Okay. Well, you make your way
1: out. Uh, You let, like, sorry. Well, you guys rest. You have to, because it is quite late. And by now, you're all very exhausted. But you all recover to max HP, you regain your spell slots, and surely enough, eventually morning comes. Um, As you're all kind of, uh, like, waking up and everything, um, Trippy, like, waves goodbye to you. Uh, She kind of makes a... Staying here, gesture like, she'll be waiting for you when you come back. Of course. And she waves you off. Uh, But now, with this lore, you know that there's somewhere nearby.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And you kind of make your way out. And uh, you're back in the snowstorm now. It's a little less horrible than yesterday, but still snowy. Uh, Trippy, thankfully, was able to give you all some warm clothes. So, Volia, you aren't freezing to death anymore. Mm Mm-hmm but you all walk for a while and uh, I think as you are walking you get the feeling that you aren't alone exactly you get the feeling something is like keeping an eye on you from a distance it's
3: a pick it's on my neck
0: I know it feels bad weird
3: Rose, whoever's well, was washing us has nasty eyes.
1: <laughs> I think, um, I want you all to make a perception check real fast.
3: Mm-hmm. How do it? 31.
1: 42.
3: 29. Okay. Am I still fatigued and frightened, by the way? No, you're
1: not. Cool. Oh. Uh, Royarian, and uh, Volia, you two just smacked off as a feeling. Ariadne, you look into, like, on the, like, horizon behind you. You see a pair of antlers, like, slowly stalking you all. Ugh.
0: Ah, it's following us. The one from before, the one that got away.
3: You.
1: The stronger one, according traffic? to uh, the, the norm. Great. Do we take
3: care it, or do we keep going? It
1: seems to be keeping its distance. It's less, Ariado. you feel like it's stalking you to kill you, and more like watching you to make sure you don't do anything it doesn't like.
0: It's just watching us. We just have to... I think we just have to stay the course and not do anything it doesn't want us to do. But a
3: please.
0: little bit. I mean, I'd rather it just attack us so that way we can kill it. But, you know. He
2: is. We'll just keep an eye out.
1: Um, but after a little while of walking down this path, going up and up the mountain more, eventually you see it. An abandoned way station. It almost looks like a little chapel. A very small chapel. Um, Almost more like, um... God, this is a reference that I was actually... I thought I was gonna say this, like, everyone knows this. Um, it's like a beehive monastery. Um, if you look them up, they're like, uh... Almost like hemispherical little brick, uh, dwellings that ancient Irish monks lived in. Um, tink the... Tink the house that Luke Skywalker stayed in, in, uh, episodes, uh, 8 of Star Wars. Because it's literally... They just repurposed one of those for that movie. Oh,
2: no. Oh, no, literally. Yeah, no, no they... That is actually... This, they just use it. It's like an
1: igloo made of stone, I think is the best way of putting it.
2: Yeah, it, 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 it's the same kind of shape. Oh! Um, and it's got, like, a, there's no door,
1: but you can see that it, you could enter it pretty easily. There's just, like, a... There's no door, like, blocking the way. It's just an entrance. A perfectly cute... Uh, like, a perfectly rectangle hole cut into this, like, tall stone igloo is basically the best way of putting it. And carved into it, Royari, is the Eye of Essence.
2: What in the hell are you doing here? Royari looks down at their own Eye of Essence. The eye's looking directly at it. reaches out to, like, touch it. Not the Eye of Essence, but the, the other eye.
1: Nothing really happens. It's... But you can see that there's an inside, and there seems to be light coming from inside.
2: Let's mm-hmm. go inside. And Royari sort of peeps their head in and then he steps in you all make your way inside
1: out of the cold it's calm in here it's not very spacious there's barely enough room for all of you and though you kind of have to crouch to avoid your head hitting the ceiling Mm
3: -hmm.
1: but inside there's a little altar and Hmm. carved into the altar is the eye of essence with a rapier beneath it. and then there is a statue a statue of a figure uh, who is wearing a crimson red cloak and a hood that goes over their face.
3: Volia looks at Royari, looks at the looks of the picture, looks at Royari.
1: Yeah, the statue and Royari strike a real resemblance, I think is the best way of putting it.
2: That's you. That's not me. It's you! It just looks like me.
1: The cloak is real, I will say. Everything else is made out of like eroded stone.
2: Um, Rari's like "Uh, oh, excuse me, very sorry And sort of goes to Touch the cloak Nothing happens I Do not to be mad When I take this off To take a closer look And Rari does that
1: You take it off, and I think As you're trying to take it off A hand touches yours and says And what do you think you're doing?
2: Ah! yeah.
1: And then, standing in a room With the tree of you is Royari Sansarnax. At least, at first, you think it is. But upon closer inspection, it's not. For one thing, they are 40 years older than Royari by the looks of it. For another, they are slightly transparent.
2: I age well. Well, if you look (laughs) like... Well, you look like me if I was older, so I think I'll age well. Standing before you is a paladin.
1: Or at least, the ghost of one. And on her head is a crown, which the Eye of Essence carved into it. She has a crimson-red cape and a red cape. And she kind of looks all three of you up and down and says, "Oh, well, hello.
2: Hi. <sighs> uh, sorry? I thought there was no one here.
1: Well, you talked wrong, evidently. <laughs> What's your name?
2: Myari you Sansanax
1: oh well that's someone i didn't expect to see coming here hello my name is Pieretta
2: oh my god
1: she raises an eyebrow and she says it would appear you've heard of me you know who she is this is Pieretta the first paladin of iomedae who uh took her up, her up as her deity when Ayamide rose to Godwood And god. The cr- wielder of the Eye of Essence who left it in The monastery of um, Back uh, The Hermitage of Blessed Lightning back in Aberton uh, About a millennia ago She fought in the Shining Crusades She took on monsters And demons and all that And Royari she is one of your Past lives
2: Oh god That's weird Oh, this is weird.
1: Don't worry, my dear. I know. I also wasn't expecting to see you. Yes. I'm glad that, despite everything, you've persevered.
2: Well, I'm not so weak as to die because of anything at all. She almost looks sad when you say that for a second. I'm aware that I'm a mortal person. I'm, no, I'm not no, that stupid. That's not it. And who
1: are you two, she turns, looking at Ariato and Julio.
3: I'm a clown! Oh, wonderful. God, and I love you for it.
0: <laughs> I. I'm Ariato. Hi. Ariato, it is wonderful to meet you. I hope
1: you treat uh, Royari here nicely. I'd be very cross if you didn't.
3: I treat no. really nice Royari every time.
2: Oh, yes, you definitely
3: are. I've never
2: been mean once. Oh, come here!
3: Every time, (laughs) it's like a straight face.
2: You're so evil. Yes, they're my they're my family. Not blood, but they're my family.
1: So, what bring? What are you doing all the way up here? Is that the eye of essence? Yes. She like leans forward, staring at it, like grinning. Says, "Oh my goodness." Well, I haven't you seen that- you since I dropped you off in Aberton. I told yes. them not to let anyone take it unless it was dire circumstances.
2: Well, there are dire circumstances.
1: She looks up and says, oh?
2: Oh, you know, um, you were the first cha- uh, champion of of Iomodei, right? And
1: proudly. I fought alongside her in the Shining Crusade and when she became a god, I knew from personal experience that she was summoned to follow to the ends of the earth.
2: That is so <laughs> fucking insane. The idea that you just existed in her space when she was just a person, that is so weird. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> is a... W- well the isle of cortos is in trouble a lot of trouble and we're currently trying to stop it from being in trouble
3: it's bad
2: yes sometimes I'm
3: just
1: so close to finishing it. <laughs> um she nods a little bit and says well it's good to know that adventuring still runs in our blood doesn't it
2: Oh, no, you know. I thought I was just going to be in the circus and be hot, but instead I decided to kick ass and be hot. And be in the Well, circuit.
1: I'm glad that you're free to do your, whatever your heart calls you out to do. Uh,
2: well... I mean... This is... the uh, yeah, pressure from all sides, considering the fact that I still have to save the world and whatever. I'd love to just uh, do what I want. <laughs> um... So you are past life of mine. She actually looks a little surprised by it and says, "What? No." That what? That's what I've been told my entire fucking. Well, I mean, not you specifically, but the the idea is that I'm a reincarnation of some. She raises an eyebrow. There's a lot of weird destiny stuff involved and I don't like it very much but it's there what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know I have just been told all of this and I'm just trying to be hot and sexy and kick ass no no that's not that's not the case at all what?
3: what is the case then? oh my god
2: what? please tell me I would love for all of my trauma to go away you're my
1: <laughs> a couple of uh, generations skip, but you're not my reincarnation. You're simply my great, great descendant. Oh my god! All of us, like a bloodline. Yes, indeed, it does stretch back to Saint Sarnax.
2: We're no, just, we're just related.
1: Yes. No. There was, no-
2: and I'm not connected by some insane destiny that is forcing me to do the will of. Something I didn't choose. You know, it was probably the...
1: Was it the Aridonites who said that? She kind of leans over. <laughs> it's, that sounds like such an Aridonite thing to say. Oh, well, yes. I love oh, them very... Yes. yes. No, they always take... T- they always turn things into, like, riddles. And then they just... They don't make sense of it anymore. They, they will mystify things and then leave it. Y- no, you aren't a reincarnation. You're a descendant. That's all this ever was. They probably took the myth out of context and went and started, they said reincarnation is a funny way of saying descendant and then they went and actually believed it was
2: a reincarnation and oh!
1: Oh! (laughs) They've always
2: been so insufferable. I could never have worshipped them. You did, you didn't what? What, uh, Rayari is in the middle of saying, Rari says, well I mean (laughs) I I could never worship, I'm sorry what? I thought that I thought that you I thought that you were a paladin of Aridin that then moved to worship by I thought that was what you did I thought that was your whole thing which is a comic. What do you mean?
1: No Le- I suppose I should explain She sighs dramatically and sits on the, the altar uh, almost reclining by the statue of her uh, She's got mad milf energy I suppose I should explain my tragic and inspiring tale.
3: Yes, I'm surprised you're not only reincarnation actually.
2: <laughs>
1: a thousand years ago when I lived, I wasn't a paladin of Aradin. I was a paladin of Arasni. Oh my god! Arasni? Yes, the Crimson Reclaimer. She was <laughs> oh. the angel of Aradin, and I... F- fought for her it's why I always used a rapier a practice I see is carried on through the generations oh well I just think swords are masculine <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I picked it up because I felt it was a feminine <laughs> when Arasne was killed by the whispering tyrant and Aradin failed to show up to save her I had a crisis of fate I was descended from the famous Sansarnax who had helped many people across the isle of Portos and beyond and here I was in Last Wall fighting to stop a lich king while my own goddess had passed on,
3: oh
2: my God.
1: I fought anyway. And soon after uh, the crusade ended, with Iomede herself, still mortal, helping lock the Whispering Tyrant away. And when she turned to godhood only years later, I took up her sword in her name. Oh wow! And she kind of smiles a little bit and says, "And I did keep fighting." for a long time. The Eye of Essence saw that I was able to slay many demons across the world. But I started to age. I turned old. I came back home. Left my treasures to people who would need it. And I came up here to the mountains near uh, the Vale of Arden to die. It's
2: a dramatic view. It sounds exactly like
1: something I do. Well, this is my grave. But I'm not able to pass on while knowing that there's still People of my bloodline left, struggling in the world.
2: Seems to be what you're doing now. A little bit. I like—I I like to imagine that it's not struggling and that it's just me being sexy. But yes, <laughs> I cannot believe that this misinformation was that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they actually believe. Ardenites—they oh, love their riddles. Way, way, way too much. Uh, Arden. Arden, I er... are fine. Usually. When they're not being stuffy. And old. Uh, which is often. But... I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just amazed that... It seems to be a weight uh, off your shoulders. Very much so. That I've... My entire life been that I was supposed to do something and well not just something, that I was supposed to do this thing and that that I had to and that I had no choice in the matter and that it was destiny for me and that it was my reincarnations and blah 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 unfortunately your bloodline led to a street child but that's okay
1: I know I've been watching over my family for quite some time, but...
2: I have no idea who any other blood relatives are, and I don't really care, because I have the circus now. You're the last of them. That's terrifying. Your mother, she tried to take care of you, but she
1: was always a sickly person. Oh, God. I never knew her or her name, but I could feel it, and I'm just happy to see that you have survived this long. Now, she kind of raises, about this quest you're going on. Yes. You know, I came here to escape all the adventuring, but God, I'm bored. (laughs) Let me, let me accompany you.
3: You're a ghost. Can you, can you do this? Accompany.
1: She smiles and uh, she kind of like takes the crown off the uh, statue. And she hands it to you, Royari. And you can see that there are actually some Aeon Orbs oh. in it, like embedded into it like jewels, oh although they seem to have gone grey with age. And she says, just replace those. You've got your own, it looks like. Uh, many. <laughs> this, this is uh, the Crown of Pirata, one of my, my final uh, relics. It doesn't have any power, but if I attach my own spirits to it,
2: well, then I'm sure I'll be able to help you out, And while you're here, you may as well take my cloak. Sorry that I was going to take it without asking. I really wasn't... I was not... I thought that there wasn't anybody there, and I was going to look at what it was, and I'm very... I may be a champion of Ryomadae, but I'm a redeemer and not a paladin, so I don't listen to all of the rules of time. <laughs>
1: Oh, you've kept it up!
2: <laughs> Ryari Ray- 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 grins
1: she smiles too and hands you that crown says take the crown of pureta and wear my mercurial mantle and remember whenever you go out on this quest your actions are your own no matter what people tell you no matter what you've been led to believe the only person who can decide what you do is you thank you do you take the crown and the cloak, Rory? yeah Okay. So, what these do for you. The crown of Pierretta is a crown, obviously. Um, Once per day, while you are wearing it, you can give yourself fortune on a will save. On top of that, while she is wearing it, or while you are wearing it, um, once per minute, Pierretta herself can actually manifest a ghostly hand from you and strike someone with a rapier of Iomide. As a retributive strike the paladin version of your glimpse of redemption and once per day she herself can cast field of life through you healing everyone around meanwhile the, merc- the mercurial mantle this deep red cloak fits lightly above your shoulders and the edges perpetually twitch as if caught in a breeze the cloth feels smoother than silk rippling and swaying like liquid when in motion you feel a lively energy infusing your arms and legs you have a plus three bonus to your acrobatics and stealth, and a plus two circumstance bonus to att- against attacks from reactions by your movement. And you, this will boost your dexterity by two. As a reaction, once per hour, when someone misses you in a melee attack, you can uh, immediately step out of the way, and moving somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And once per day, you can teleport up to double your speed and attack someone.
2: Oh my god.
1: She smiles as you take these go on, and Ryari, do you, like, put this on? Are you, like, what do you do? You have a cape already, as it were.
2: Rari is like, ah, shit, um... And Rayari puts their cape away, uh, like, carefully folds, well, it's not a cape, it's a jacket. Uh, the, puts the jacket away and puts on the cape the same way that they wear the jacket. Um, and the crown and then goes oh, apologies for this I have an aesthetic um, and sort of like taps the-, the glamour rune to make the crown into like a tiara so that it's smaller and the <laughs> and the um- unfortunately the cape <laughs> is also a jacket again because Rary does not like I think she actually she, she- Bolts dances. You didn't even try it. Look, uh, fine. And he looks at it and is like, "But I like the jacket. It's like I'm in the circus." And how it's about like a, how ring about this? Leader. When I
1: okay, <laughs> when I manifest my stuff, I'm going to dispel your glamour. Okay,
3: uh, I, have, I have
1: my own aesthetic going on. Okay, fine. Goodness gracious. In fairness, it do. Okay, so you've made it look like a little tiara, so it's not really intrusive. Um, yeah. and you, it does look hair. like uh, your cape for the most part however mm-hmm. when she demanifests the glamour um, the crown almost looks like a holy roman emperor type crown
2: oh um, God. which
1: the Aeon Stones have now kind of like uh, they're rotating slowly around the very base of the oh. crown itself and uh, the cloak is like a deep red, red riding hood type uh, cape mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll make this come and go as I please. Thank you very much. I have my own aesthetic.
2: Everyone is a critic.
1: And she kind of laughs before looking down at the eye of us and says, It likes you. It's only ever liked me as much as it likes you.
2: I'm glad that it likes
1: me. A thousand years and I'm glad I was able to find you.
2: I've been wearing it for a very long time now.
1: She smiles and says, Well, suppose you better get on with your quest. And just like that, she kind of embraces you and vanishes into a puff of smoke. Or uh, into a trail of fog around you. And Rory, you... Yeah. How
2: are you doing? Oh, really strange, but not in a bad way. (laughs) Makes sense. It's It's just an odd feeling, knowing that... One, you were right and your family was wrong. Um, after so long, and, um, also that, like, some of the stuff that most of the stuff that you'd been told was in mis, like, was like misinterpreted information. And that, that like, it's mm-hmm. just a really weird feeling. Rare is just feeling strange, but not in a bad way, just in, like, a now I need to readjust the entire way that I feel about myself kind of way. Yeah.
1: I think, Royari, with that, you turn to Ariat and Volu and you smile. And having learned, just like Volu did not too long ago, that you are the only one who controls your future, you step out and prepare to make your way up the final pass and enter the Vale of Arrogant. This episode of Dysel Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Josh Heathcote, Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Valera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B, Seph, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Talisson, Matthew, Cass, Fable McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Rem T Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph. Emerlyn, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Triceratops, Gray Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Laderna, John the Bookhorder, SS66 Seeker, Lynx, and Dame Valerie the Turd. If you'd like to help us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com/ a Roll and see what you can get for your support.